Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. Let's go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Jeremy Rutherford, the Blues insider for The Athletic. You can find his work over there and also on Twitter at JP Rutherford. JR, appreciate the time as always, man. How was your uh, extended weekend? Holy smokes, that was a long one. <laughs> I think uh, I think it could probably go a few weeks without barbecue. <laughs> but, uh, it was a good one, a uh, real good one. Thanks. Hopefully, uh, same for you guys. Absolutely, it was good. Alex spent his weekend out in Branson at Steal Your Dollar City. So, no, I was uh, on he... a golf course, Jr. And I could do <laughs> like how you could do a couple of days without uh, barbecue. I could do a couple of days without uh, shooters on a golf course. Yeah, no liquor uh, <laughs> over the next week or so for Alex Ferrario. Uh, Jr. Did want to ask you about a couple of former Blues that are heading to the Stanley Cup final now, specifically with Alex Petrangelo and Ivan Barbashev out in Las Vegas. What have you made of? especially Barbie with all of his success that he's having for this Vegas Golden Knights team on their way to the Stanley cup. Yeah, I thought he was a real good fit for that team. And I remember prior to the trade uh, we did a story at the athletic where we listed about 10 teams. And I remember writing the capsule for Vegas and it just seemed like a good fit. You had coach Cassidy out there who was familiar with them when he coached against them in the, in the blues Boston series. And I think that's kind of what Vegas was lacking. They were lacking a guy that brings uh, what Barbashev brings. I mean, he's got the tenacity. He can play the PK. And I didn't anticipate him playing on the top line with Jack Eichel and having so much success, 15 points in 17 games for Ivan Barbashev in these playoffs. But he's been a perfect fit for those guys. So you look at his situation, you look at Alex Petrangelo, who uh, I know that story has been written here in St. Louis, but he goes out to Vegas and he's hoping to kind of keep that franchise going up and he's done a great job because they've got a, a great defense out there so jr since vegas won that series now the draft picks are set for st louis they'll have 25 which was the toronto maple leafs pick and they'll have 29 because dallas of course loses uh and doesn't go to the stanley cup final so now that you know those picks are set what's your general thoughts on what the blues could do come june 28th yeah how about that if you could go back to the trade deadline and i realized that 29 pick could be 23 if seattle would have beaten dallas but i think if you're a blues fan you gotta love worth where you're sitting where doug armstrong's put you with these moves trading tarasenko trading o'reilly going into this draft as we stand right now with the 10 with the 25 and and with the 29 i've been listening to you guys uh you know for a couple of weeks especially today talking about the possibilities i really do think they're endless you know a lot of times you, you figure uh, well, Doug Armstrong must know what he's going to do with these picks. All he does is lay the groundwork for what could be possible, make the phone calls, see what's out there. So even he, you know, until you get to that draft week or even the day of the draft, you, you, you know what's possible, but you don't know how it's going to all unfold. And so I could see any of the scenarios that you guys have discussed. I can see taking one of those late-round picks and turn it into an NHL player. I could see 
you know, dropping back and getting two second round picks. Like he told me a couple weeks ago was possible. He said, you can take one of those late first rounders, drop back in the draft, get two seconds. And I could see that. But the key question here, the one I think that's interesting to most people is could they try to move up? And I think that's going to be really interesting. You know, what would it cost to move up inside that, that top 10? How do you feel about that, JR? The possibility of them moving up? Well, I agree with you guys that there's the five players in the draft that you really want to keep an eye on, and they're likely going to be gone. You know, who knows what's going to happen with uh, Matt Vay-Mikoff, if he's going to be gone by five or if he's going to drop back to six, seven, eight, which would make it interesting what, which one of those teams is going to try to jump up and, and take them. Uh, but I think the way I look at it is I, I think once you get past those five players, and let's say uh, Mikoff is gone by the time the Blues pick and they you know didn't have a chance to, to move up and grab him. You know, the one player that still sticks out to me is the defenseman, Reinbacker, and you look at him, 6'2", 185, great hockey sense. Uh, he's got some great mobility. I think that, uh, you know, the Blues drafted Eric Johnson years ago, obviously Alex Petrangelo, a couple of uh, right-shot guys at the top of your defense. You know, he's like that. He can be a top-four guy, and I think that maybe there's a play to, to move up in, in the draft to pick him, and, you know, do you have to move up to six? You know, that's where Corey, Corey Pronman at the Athletic has him listed in his rankings. You know, if he drops to seven or eight, do you make that play? Because here's why I, I single him out, the defenseman. Once you get to seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, forward-wise, you're going to be able to get one of those guys, and I don't know that any of them are better than the next. So if you're missing out on the top forwards, the top centers, you know, if defense isn't the play, then just take one of the forwards that's going to drop to you at ten. So, Jared, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the potential situations like we just mentioned where it's trading up or selecting somebody of value, making a trade for an NHL player. In your opinion, what expedites this retool quicker? Well, here, here's where I stand on that. I don't know that anything you do can expedite it, you know, let's just say a year, a half year, whatever. Now, certainly, if you can get a player in that top five, sure, you're going to be better quicker. And if, like you said earlier, if you can envision a Robert Thomas and a, a Carlson or one of those guys up there in your top six, that, that's terrific. I mean, that's going to set you up for a long time. But does that put you in the playoffs next year as opposed to two years from now or two years from now as opposed to three years from now? You know, these guys are still 18, 19 years old, and I think we've looked at some of the generational players, and it's taken them a couple years to get their teams in the playoffs. I mean, even a guy like like McDavid. So, you know, I think Doug Armstrong is going to do probably what's going to help that along, help that retool uh, and and take that best player. Uh, But is he going to give up these late first-round assets to get an established player who's maybe he's a middle six player, maybe he's going to be here two or three years and help you through this and keep you competitive, but really not part of the big picture that's going to get you through this and, and get you into the playoffs guaranteed in two or three years. You know, that's kind of where I draw the line. If this is a middling player that's not going to do much for you, but keep you competitive in the next couple of years, then I think that you keep these picks and, and see what you can do with them. You know, I'd prefer to take those picks and use them to move up in the draft and get a guy who's going to help you for the next 10 or 12 years, as opposed to using it on a player who might not be here in four or five years. Yes, Jill. That's what we want. That's what I'm talking Shut about. Up, I was waiting for you to say that. Jeremy Rutherford is our guest here on 101 ESP, and you can read his great work over on The Athletic and follow him on Twitter at JP Rutherford. Uh, JR, I know you're just a, a naturally curious guy. That's what makes you so great at your job. I, I am kind of interested when you talk to people whether it's around the league around the blues or just people that you work with that cover it a little bit more closely for the athletic 
What do they tell you about this year's draft? Just kind of big picture wise, what do they tell you about this group that we're about to see selected? Yeah, most of the conversations I have, uh, especially in the offseason when you're not at the rink, uh, you're talking to the Corey Primans and the Scott Wheelers. And for people who don't know who those two guys are, they are our scouting gurus at the athletic. And a lot of times we talk about these players and during these interviews, and I've not seen these players that we're talking about. I can watch the video and I do read about them, I do do my homework. But when we talk about Corey Priman and Scott Wheeler, these are guys that actually flew to Europe, watched them, went to the tournament in Western Canada, watched them, take notes, write stories, talk to their coaches, talk to the players themselves, and they know a lot about them. And when you talk to Pronman and Wheeler, yeah, I just read his story that's at The Athletic today, Corey Pronman, you know, he's got them divided in tiers. And, wow, The Athletic's got some great interface, guys. Uh, they've got capsules with, uh, with great pictures of these guys, uh, great capsules of information and uh, details from their coaches that we just talked about. And Corey today, he says, hey, you got the top five that you guys said. After that, you probably got about uh, six and seven. And then after that, you got eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So you've got like three tiers within that first group of 12 players that kind of breaks it down. And I think that's where we're at with that. Now, we can talk about the late first round picks. You know, obviously there's going to be a significant drop off there. Uh, when I talked to Doug Armstrong a couple weeks ago, he even said the number 10 pick, probably three years before that player makes an impact. So if you stretch that out, you know, when's that late first rounder going to make an impact? So I think that it's probably a few years before those guys can help. But, you know, if the Blues can get a top 10 guy or even climb up higher with the trading up, like we said, I think that they can get a guy who can come in and, and help them. And according to Corey Pronman, definitely be in that second tier right after that front group. Jer, uh, final question for me, not draft quality question but i am curious we're starting to see some coaching changes around the nhl washington capitals nashville predators making moves today have you heard anything on the assistant coach side for the blues or when would you anticipate hearing something uh i think you probably hear something uh, at some point i would say rather soon this isn't going to stretch out to uh july uh doug armstrong as you guys know has been in uh europe uh, in finland latvia for the uh tournament the world championship and congrats to them for winning gold a couple blues on that roster sammy blay uh great tournament so you know he's been in contact with some candidates and i'm sure maybe being at the world championships maybe been able to talk to a few people uh that were over there uh, helping coach their teams so don't have any answers for you on that but i would anticipate that would be something that would be done sooner than later and i think you know they want to get the guy uh, or guys because you could have two potential assistants come in and kind of take this thing and, and get on the same page with Craig Bruby and his staff because, uh, guys, the training camp, it's amazing how they, they line that up and the details of what they want to do so early. I mean, months ahead of time, they know what they want to do in training camp, so they're definitely going to get a coach on board and get and uh, get that moving. JR, appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We'll talk with you again soon. All right, thanks, guys.